Hey, this is Jim. Welcome back. It's time for another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm glad you've joined us today because for the first time, this has never happened before. We've got over 70 episodes and this has never happened. We have two guests on the line. And better yet, the two guests are my two partners. You've heard me talk about both these guys. They've both been on the show before, but never all of us together. And today, with Brett, Nathan, and myself, we're going to tackle the topic of Q4, the fourth quarter, the biggest sales quarter of the year. I'm talking about October, November, December, every year. That's when stuff just blows up in the world of selling stuff online. And if you're not ready for it, it'll sneak up on you and you'll wish you had been ready for it. So Nathan, Brett, you guys ready to go? Let's rock and roll, man. My favorite topic. Let's do this. Awesome. Cool. Well, as the some of the listeners may not realize this, but our primary business is selling stuff. Like we just talked about Prime Day, for example, a few episodes ago. If you missed that episode, listener, go back and check out the episode where I talked about our, we almost had a $200,000 day, guys, between the three businesses. We've got multiple Amazon accounts rocking here. We've got a three-legged stool, I called it in that episode. But 60 to 70% of our nearly $200,000 day was selling physical products, shipping stuff. We do this all day, every day, and we also teach it too which is a lucrative, great business model with a lot of success stories, that we do this stuff. So when we start talking about our individual businesses and what we're doing to prepare for Q4, you should pay attention because we've been doing this a while. We're talking about some really big numbers. And just to drop a bit of a bombshell on everybody at the start of the show, my theory is I think we're going to have our first million-dollar day this Q4. Now, we may not get there, but I think we're going to come close, and we may hit that. We really might hit that number because all three of our models are rocking so strong right now. That's a pretty cool number, isn't it, guys? Oh, yeah. That's that's the goal, man. I think we can get there for sure. I agree. We're close to it, and we may have more than one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be an insane Q4. So I think I'll take a couple of the softball questions, and I'm going to let you guys jump in, all right? The first thing people might be saying is, okay, what's this Q4 you're talking about? Why Q4? Well, I kind of already explained Q4 stands for fourth quarter, the final three months of the year. And it's not uncommon at all for 50% or even 70 or 80% of your sales to come for the year from those three months. If not just the month of December itself, you know, Black Friday, maybe in November, and then we get into December and the Christmas shopping season kicks in. The shoppers just flood Amazon. All your metrics, throw them out the window. Everything sells. It's insane. So we're going to talk today about how to prepare for it. So now we know what it is, why it's such a big deal. I think one of the questions I'd like to throw out to both of you guys too, just to be real newbie friendly here, we do have listeners who maybe they haven't been through a fourth quarter yet. Let's tell them what type of stuff they might want to start looking at, like what sells well in the fourth quarter. And then we'll dive a little deeper in for those who already have a business, like how do you prepare for fourth quarter if this is your second, third, or fifth time you've been through this? What are some tips? So let's jump in there. Nathan, how about we start with you, buddy? This weekend, I'm headed to the ASD product trade show, and there are a lot of great toy suppliers that I go after because... Obviously, in the fourth quarter, you know, gifts, anything that could be a gift is a, is a great product. But I, I've always liked toys. I mean, it's just a small segment of what I do in, in Q4, but that's one that's easy for new people. Although you've got to be careful. It's getting a little bit harder because there's a lot of uh, – if you're a new seller, 
you know, you, you might be go out and get a toy thinking this is going to be great and then go try to list it on Amazon. And they're like, nope, you're not approved to sell that. So you want to check that real closely. But I go to these trade shows because there are suppliers that they, they buy containers of toys and they go to these trade shows and then they sell out and they're really great deals. And, you know, in the summer and in, in, in the spring, that's when I can get really good deals on things that sell well, you know, in fourth quarter. So toys is one of those products that I go after. Because, you know, it's just, it's a really, really hot seller in Q4. I mean, I'll start, I'll actually start buying toys for the fourth quarter in February. So I'm yeah, it's, ready. It's a year-round business. Yeah. And, and, it's and I know. round too. Well, I, and I know toys are a hot seller with uh, Brett as well. Uh, fill us in, you know, what are some, without diving too deep into what we're going to do specifically, of course, but like. Toys are your hottest category as well, right? <laughs> I, I know that category very, very well. But to Nathan's point, I think he's spot on. I think two categories that you know are the hottest that people look for during the Christmas season and a little bit earlier is toys and then home and kitchen. Um, home and kitchen is a phenomenal category to be in as well, especially actually that one really kicks in a little bit before Thanksgiving. And so um, if you kind of want to get that rush of traffic, you know, in the coolest thing about being able to find products to Nathan's point, and it's kind of weird, it, it's kind of like there's this old, old thought and new thought, and we're thinking, you know, wow, we got to get all this stuff and be ready for Christmas, you know, on Amazon. Well, all these big retail stores, they're still sticking to their old model, and their old model in August is like clearance everything that's on the shelves to make room for the new stuff coming in for Christmas. So if you're like, Hey, how do I, you know, get my feet wet in this? One of my suggestions is walk into your local, like big box store, right. Or go online and you'll notice like they're clearancing everything. And that's not because it's bad stuff. It's just literally because they're still stuck in the old model of, Hey, I got to make room on the shelf, you know? And man, if you're able to score some toys or home and kitchen, you're actually preparing for Christmas. I mean, it's going to be here in a blink, you know, and now's the time to start buying it. I mean, we're, we buy a lot of product and right now is the time we're like, this is like final crunch time for us for Christmas. You know, you might be going like, I don't even, that's crazy, but it is. And so I think it's a great opportunity to, you know, look online and go to your local stores or go to a trade show like Nathan's talking about. Because everybody's still stuck in that old model of like, oh, I got to clearance everything to make room on the shelves. I want to add to that. So another big segment of what I sell in Q4 is seasonal type of items like outdoor sporting apparel, winter apparel. So right now, I mean, I'm you can go here's a, here's a actionable tip that you can go out today and put money in your pocket doing. You can go to Kohl's. And in Kohl's, they have massive racks of 80% off. And, you know, they don't like you to go in there and buy to resell. So don't ever tell them you're doing that. But I can get name brand stuff, IZOD, you know, but it, all their winter stuff, long sleeve shirts, all that stuff, they're all on racks for 85% off. And, you know, you can get that stuff stocked up now and then, you know, have it prepared for Q4 so that those winter, you know, I sell a lot of, you know, skiing pants and jackets and, and hats and beanies and, and gloves and all that stuff. But I'm acquiring that inventory now because now is when I can get it the cheapest. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, we're still very bullish on 
retail arbitrage around here, guys, especially if you're new to all of this. That means going into a retail store, like Nathan just said, buying something for 80, 85% off. And if you can't sell it on Amazon, sell it on eBay, sell it on Craigslist, for goodness sake, sell it on Facebook. I mean, Brett, yeah, I knew that's where you were going to want to go as soon as I said that. So, so tell us, put your sales uh, and you know, which product I'm talking about in particular right now, one of our hottest products. Mm-hmm. What percentage are gonna is gonna sell on Facebook versus Amazon this Q4? I mean, straight through Facebook Man, with no no I'm, fees. I'll tell you this right now. I mean, just to kind of you know uh, give a little teaser it, to answer your question, it is a excitingly difficult number to get to because we're trying to figure out right now. We're getting one cent cost per click. That means it's costing us one cent to get someone on to our product and intentionally viewing it to purchase. And that number has dramatically changed our inventory because I see no reason why every day during the Christmas season, we're not getting over 100,000 people, not on Amazon, this Amazon's totally separate, okay? 100,000 people a day looking at our product. So even if we get a 3% conversion rate, out of that, which I think it's going to be much higher. Okay. You can, you can run the numbers on that. That'll get us to like 3000 units a day on it. Okay. Of one skew. And so guys, the power of Facebook when, and I, I know it's hard to see if you haven't done it before, but if you're able to walk into a Kohl's or a Walmart and find great stuff at a great cost and Amazon's like, no, 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 can't sell it here. Well, guess what? Facebook is going to love that. I mean, you guys are going to be able to blow that out so fast using proven audience formula. The traction we're seeing with that now, I mean, guys, it's, it's unmatched, unmatched in the world of, of online selling. I mean, I've never seen it. something like that before. Let me speak in real simple terms. We've got a lot of newbies who listen to this show. They haven't done a whole lot yet. Let me, it, it, Brett, you just kind of tossed me a softball. I'm going to take a swing at it here. Guys, you don't have to be buying thousands of units or getting tens of thousands of visitors a day for this stuff to work. We're talking about if you have five items that you bought at a great price and you're having trouble moving them, simple Facebook strategies can help you flip those very quickly for a nominal investment in finding the targeted traffic you need. That's why Brett mentioned the proven audience formula. If you haven't gone to proven audience formula yet, provenaudienceformula.com. Just get over there, get on the list. And uh, do you remember, Brett, we were having them text. If you live in the United States, I think it works in Canada as well. I think it's Jim. I think think we switched Jim. Just text my name, Jim, J-I-M. Text it to 313131, correct? Yep. That's it. And that'll get you on the notification list for the Proven Audience Formula, which runs the gamut from maybe you're just buying a few items at a time, trying to flip them, and Amazon said, oh, you can't sell that one here. So your options are eBay or Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or just a Facebook listing. We teach, we're going to be teaching this stuff in the Proven Audience Formula. It is coming. But yeah, let me just go back now and revisit the other side of what you just said, Brett. 100,000 visitors a day to our website. This is not relying on Amazon. If Amazon were to shut us down tomorrow entirely just because they don't like my haircut for whatever reason – we're going to be fine. We're generating our own traffic in massive waves, selling tons of product. Uh, but again, I'm, I want to bring you back to that pie chart, buddy. I know we're going to sell 
easily sell seven figures of some of our products this fourth oh, yeah. quarter. Sure. What percent of that is going to be without even needing Amazon based on these Facebook strategies it's, we're using? It's probably going to be 50%. I mean, that's what we're anticipating. I mean, you got to think half of our sales and this is, this is going to be, uh, you know, good eight figures of sales. Half of that I think is going to come directly through Facebook, which is crazy in that short amount of time. Yeah. And so check back in with us when we start recording our early shows in 2018, we'll tell you guys exactly how it went, but that's what we're anticipating. That is exactly what we're forecasting. We're building up for it. We've got containers coming from China. I mean, that's how deep we are into this and how confident we are that this stuff works all the way down to those handful of widgets that you just can't move. Those, that stuff you bought that's just sitting there. These strategies work for everything in between. So this isn't just about fourth quarter guys, although fourth quarter is when everything blows up. Right. But here I'm going to give everyone a a really down to earth, useful tip. And this is something you shared with me several months ago, Brett, about a report that you can run. If you've been selling on Amazon for any length of time at all, there is a report that you can run. If you go into business reports, it's called, uh, if memory serves the detail page stats by traffic report. They, they have terrible names for their reports. <laughs> yes. If you go into business reports, they, the names are horrible. There's not that many of them there. It's towards the middle of the list of reports they give you. If you go into Amazon Seller Central, you go into business reports, you can find it. The detailed page stats by traffic, it's sorted by ASIN. So what you want to do is you want to sort that by sessions. What you're looking for are those items. If you've been selling an inch deep and a mile wide for a while, there's going to be multiple items in the mix that you didn't realize are super hot items. There's, they're getting a lot of eyeballs. That's the stuff you need to be stocking up on for Q4. So, uh, Brett, I'll send it back to you, buddy. What did I leave out of that? I mean, I, I feel like I kind of hit it pretty well, but help us dig into that report a little bit more. I know you guys do a lot of that. Well, I'll just give you a real-life case study. I was talking to someone about their Amazon business yesterday, And they're like, Hey, you know, can you just look at my, the report that you're talking about? I said, sure. And I take a look at it and they didn't even realize that they are quite literally sitting on a multi-million dollar business in a box. But when you start to read that report, it kind of tells you, you know, where your big wins have been. And it's not always in your sales. It's basically what I'm always looking for is where's your traffic? Like, where did the traffic come from? And if you can identify that, which that report does in the sessions, if you start to focus in on that stuff, you have a high likelihood of success. And so guys, if you've been selling for any period of time, whether it's one month, three weeks, two years, five years, I wish someone would have like bopped me over the head before and been like, just look at this report. It would have saved me so much time in trying to decide you know, what to buy, not only for this up, upcoming Christmas season, but, you know, where my big wins have really been. So definitely encourage people to look at it because it's all, I'd say probably seven out of 10 experienced Amazon sellers have not really looked at that report. And when they do, you know, you really see what is driving your business. Wait, hey, Nathan, I'm going to put you on the spot, buddy. When's the last time you ran that report? Two days ago. Oh, okay, good. I was hoping you were going to say, oh, man, I haven't read it in months, man. Thanks for the reminder. No, I mean, I, me too. Like we when I go to. into my stats, I kind of, you have to. Well, well, here's why. Because we have a private label product where we have 135 different variations of it. 
And you're constantly having to restock that inventory and it ebbs and flows because seasonality, right? This season, this is popular. This season, you know, it's just kind of like we talked about with the clothing, winter clothing, seasonality, you know, you know, we sell, we sell a lot of different things, but watching those cycles and, and another thing I wanted to add to, to these reports or whatever is watching the keep a chart. If you're brand new to this business, Go to Keepa.com, K-E-E-P-A, right? And look at the history of things on that chart. If you're going back and saying, okay, what did I sell over this last year? Or what's, what do I have or what do I have access? Or if I'm re-researching something that I can source, I always look at that history and see, okay, what did it do in the winter months? Or where, where does it sell the best? I use it kind of like you'd use Google Trends. You can see when things uptrend and when they peak and when they come down. So you know, I use a lot of uh, not just pulling the reports, but, you know, a lot of the, the data that can give you a really good estimation of what's going to sell well during Q4 or at any time. Yeah. And again, just as a reminder, I, I like to speak both to the people who are very, very new to this stuff and, and the more experienced sellers as well. So those of you who are really new, I'm going to try to make something as crystal clear as possible. You've heard it before. We love starting you out with this inch deep, mile wide, there's just so many little wins that you can have. It's a, it's a great strategy. What we mean by that, again, as a reminder, is you sell a handful of a bunch of different items. That gives you data, and you can go back in and look at the report. I'll stick a link in the show notes, guys, right to a description of how to run this report, what to look for, what to look at. It's in our Facebook group. It had a great conversation going. It, it's pictures and arrows. It shows you exactly how to do this, okay? Because once you've been selling inch deep, mile wide for a while, inevitably, you will have, like Nathan just mentioned, some of these seasonally, extremely popular items. You run this report for as long a time window as you can, and so you grab several months, and you look, and you basically say, hey, Amazon, of all the items that I've tried to sell in the last six months or nine months, which of them really attracted a whole lot of eyeballs? And then you dig a little deeper into those products. Maybe you only sold one of that item, but holy cow, 8,000 people saw that product listing during the three weeks that it was sitting there until it sold. That tells you something. There's some potential there. You need to private label that. You need to find more of them. You need to find items like that and create bundles because there's a lot of people looking for that stuff. You got to remember, guys, Amazon does not share this data anywhere unless you put stuff out there, and then they tell you how many people are seeing the stuff that you're putting out there. So that's why we love this inch-deep, mile-wide starting point. Not only does it put some money in the bank and prove to you that this stuff works in a very low-risk fashion, it gives you great data. And correct me if I'm wrong, Brett, but I think that's where the idea for our hottest-selling toy came from, was it not? Oh, yeah. That's exactly where it came from, man. You, you summed that up yeah, perfect. It's been a couple of years. It's been a couple of years back, but we're like, wow, it was like a retail buy, right? It was like a yeah. uh, discounted retail. Like, look how many people just looked at the handful of that toy that we purchased and flipped. Yep. Let's yep. get our own. And we did. It, uh, I was thinking seven. You're saying eight figures this Q4, man. We're going to have our first million dollar day this Q4, dude. Yeah. It's going to no, happen. We're, plan- we're planning on it. So um, <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling confident we, could, we can show that. It'll be really cool. That'll be a great stat to show. That'll build yeah. some credibility. That'll be fun. All right. Well, man, I, I think, you know, I don't want to overcomplicate this. This is not complicated stuff, listener. 
We're talking about some very simple things you can do right now as we're recording this. We're coming up on the tail end of July 2017. So I remind you again, listener, the way to listen to this show is always listen to the latest episodes. Go back and catch the old episodes as you can because they're 80 to 90 percent evergreen. All right. Still great, useful content, even the stuff from several months ago. Uh, But as we're here towards the tail end of July 2017, right now is a great time, like Brett said, be getting in there to the retail stores and buying up some of this clearance stuff. You know, there's there's a lot of great clearance going on right now that you can double or triple your money here in just a couple months. So be looking for that great stuff. Any last tips or encouragement for the for the listeners today, guys? Nathan, I think I'll flip it to you first. What's on your mind, buddy, before we wrap this one up? You know, with if we're talking about Q4, one thing I, I also recommend is, you know, I mean, you're probably going to run out of stock on stuff. You're going to get it and you're going to think, oh, I have enough and it's going to run out. And you're going to be like, oh, what do I do? Well, you know, just keep buying. You get to October. You want to have all your inventory to Amazon in the warehouses by at least the end of October, right? So if you're get, if you're getting stuff now, you know, stockpile it up. Don't send it in now, you know, because you don't want to pay those those storage fees that, you, that they make you pay. But buy all the way through. You get to October and you, your fourth quarter stuff is not done. You have to keep buying. Keep buying all the way through, you know, November, December. Keep stocking it. Keep thinking about, okay, it's, you know, you know I got to start buying now for my spring stuff. And think seasonality. If you get into a seasonal cycle in your business where I see a lot of people that they, they ramp up for Q4 and they get all these toys and they get all these, you know, different products that are going to sell well. And then January hits and they're still doing good. January is almost as good as uh, I consider the month of January to still be Q4. But, you know, spring rolls around, summer rolls around, and then their sales dip off and then they get slow this time of year. I used to have that happen to me, but I don't anymore because now I'm in that seasonal cycle. So slow and steady wins the race. You will get your business there. It's just a matter of planning. Those who fail to plan, plan to fail. So plan ahead. Nice. Good stuff. And I just thought while you were talking of two more things, I would definitely want to hit. But uh, Brett, before we started the recording, you were talking about the importance of grabbing a domain name. Why don't you share that tip with everybody? Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, you know, one thing that you have to realize is this is actually the saying we use in our business. We work hard for 10 months of the year to see all of our sales for two. And what that means is, guys, the eight weeks that happened during Christmas are so incredible. Like really enjoy that ride. And in, what I enjoy the most is the data collection of it. But that's my number one suggestion as far as the reason that Jim's bringing up on the domain side. So when we first started creating our own unique products, I'm not even going to say private label because that's going to send people into like a different field, you know, but our own private label product, or I mean our own unique products, one thing that we realized was it, let's say you call your, you know, your fruit basket, right? You call it Jim's, Jim's fruit basket, right? And that's your product. It's your unique product. You're selling that by yourself. And that's the name of your title. Well, we found it's extremely important to do everything you can to actually lock down that domain name. So the person buying it on Amazon sees it as Jim's fruit basket. You would think their immediate reaction would be to message the seller on Amazon. It's not. What they like to do is if they have any issues or if they want to buy another one, what they're going to do is actually Google Jim's Fruit Basket 
And if you don't have that domain locked down, they're going to go a lot of different ways to try to find you. So definitely do everything you can to lock down that domain because you can do a ton of customer support through that domain during the Christmas season because it's such a high volume of customer support. There's so much more questions in that time frame. Highly suggest doing for your if you have unique products, do everything you can to lock down the domain that is associated with your product. Great tip. Yeah. And, and even if you don't want to build a website right now, at least just go buy, go purchase the domain name and at some point throw up a cheap one page website that says, hey, do you need more some more customer support? Drop us an email. Here's the address. Something yeah. simple. Just Super so you have a way to capture and you'll be able to tell. You know, I mean, we're talking about a $7 investment here. Some people wouldn't have thought of that. So that's right. a, that is a great tip for Q4 as well. And I just thought of one great question. I was kind of going into wrap-up mode, but I think we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't hit this one question as well. And I think I'll toss it back to you on this one, Brett. What did we learn from Prime Day? This just happened just a couple of weeks ago. And I'll answer it first and I'll kick it to you. The thing I would encourage you to do is Prime Day. If you don't know, it's kind of like Christmas in July. It's one day. What was it? The was it the seventeenth? It's your eleventh. The eleventh. Yeah, the eleventh. So on Prime Day, it's like a month crammed into one day. So if you go back and look at your stats, run that report again. We'll stick it in the show notes, a link right to it. But if you go back and run your uh, details for that one day, you'll be able to see that's kind of like a little snapshot of what's coming in Q4 because Amazon's numbers were up sixty percent on that single day over last year, which was one of the best sales days of the year. So if you have an Amazon business, go look at your Prime Day data and see what people were looking at. That's a glimpse of what's coming in Q4. What did you guys notice about Prime Day this year? Brett, send it to you. That was, that. I mean, I don't know if I could summarize it much better than that, but what I noticed is Amazon is growing. Online purchasing is growing. And so what does that mean for your business? Well, it means you know, such a, it is the perfect time to get into this business because that growth is happening and people are becoming so comfortable shopping on Amazon, so comfortable shopping online. That's what I really notice, And that's what, when you look at the stats of Prime Day from this year and last year in comparisons to Black Friday, basically I can sum it up, you know, easily. People are starting to shop online and what a fantastic time to get into it because it is such a low barrier to entry and you're able to, you know, even if you've never sold anything online before, that was my story. Now is such a great time because the demand is going to be so high this Christmas season. And that's the stats we saw on our prime day is man, it just grew. Like it, the, the demand for online shopping grew and it is just, I think going to be so enjoyable for um, everybody who's selling online this Christmas season. And, and to add to that, yeah, Brett, and of course, that people, you know, are, are, you know, over the years warming up more and more and more to buying online. You know, last year, 11% of all retail was bought online. It's that's going to go up. It's going to hit 20%. It, but that phenomena that we're seeing where we're seeing what I call the death of the middleman, right? where it's giving the opportunity for the little guy, for just anybody to figure this out, learn this business, go out and start a corporation in their own business and make more money than they've ever made in their life. And it's easier now than it's ever been because of that phenomenon that we're seeing this death of the middleman and, and just the availability 
of and, and trust that's grown to a point where it's just this business is easy. I, I recommend getting a coach. I mean, I'm a little biased, but or, or a mentor or somebody or build a team, you know, but it's amazing. I mean, where I see people that are just by themselves, them, nobody else, them, and they're making six figures doing this business. And, you know, a year earlier, they were working for 15 bucks an hour at a dead end job. I've never seen yeah, we- more of that success than I have now. And I've been doing this for about 20 years now. But we've got an entire community that's made up of those people. I mean, this isn't just theory. We live every day in a community of about 40,000 people in our free Facebook group. This is what we do every day, all day. It just so happens that Brett kind of took a seat at the front of the class and became one of our best students ever. So we partnered up with him. And Nathan, he runs the coaching program. I probably should have introduced these guys and not assumed everybody's listened to past episodes. But Nathan, of course, is the director of Jim Cochran Coaching. Brett is our best student ever of the Proven Amazon course, who I partnered with. So we all run this three-legged stool business. Brett has kind of become the, you know, if you're familiar with our CES model, uh, Nathan is kind of my C guy. He's the coach consult. He gets that model. He works it. He does great with it, runs the coaching program. I'm the E, the expand guy that creates the content, does the podcast, kind of the face of this thing. And Brett is our S expert. He's sold more products online at this point than anybody in our community. His team is huge and our team has expanded and kind of engulfed this big community of about 150 people at this point who are on our team. These are our leaders, our coaches, people in our warehouse. It's just an incredible machine that these two guys and I have built and I couldn't be more proud. But if, if you're brand new to all this, like Nathan just said, hey, maybe you need a coach, but let me just start you out even simpler than that. Jump in our Facebook community. It's free. You'll see this is all all over. The, I mean, I saw a thread pop up just yesterday, guys. Someone said, hey, should I look into coaching? Instantly, they were bombarded with all of our past successful coaches, coaching students saying, yes, best decision I ever made, best investment I ever made. But maybe you're not ready for that. Maybe you just want to hang out for a while. Take your time. That's cool, too. Buy Silent Sales Machine. That's the book this podcast is named after. It's only five bucks. But that's the end of the sales pitch. I mean, we're not going to shove anybody into a quick decision. Take your time. Think it through. Look it over. Join our community. It costs you nothing. We'll be here for you when you're ready to get serious and build a business. That's what we do all day, every day. Uh, But I think this was a good call, guys. It was a really time well spent. I think we crammed a lot of value in here for folks. And uh, I really appreciate you guys being on the show. Any final parting words of wisdom from you guys? Because we're actually going to wrap it up and take it in for a landing at this point. I'm good, man. This is fun. Great job. Nathan, we're good? Hey, thanks a lot, Jim, for having me today. It's always fun to hang out with you guys. This is awesome, man. This was the first time the three of us got on here. So if you guys liked this episode, you liked hearing from all three, I mean, this is the team that runs the entire empire, all right? So this was the brain trust today. I hope you guys got a lot of good stuff out of it. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim. Thanks again to my guests, Nathan and Brett, today. They did an awesome job. Send us a note. Send us feedback. Leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't yet. That's how you pay us back for this time that we've invested today. We'd really appreciate that. Hey, God bless you, business building warrior. You know we love doing this. We're in your corner. Can't wait to do it again real soon. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.